Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michael'sFlooringOutlet.com. It's that time of night, you can't stay uptight. So come and join the people and I'm feeling all right. You run over not America. America. So good. Wow, Doug and Donna getting into it here tonight. Another hour of the show. We're at least live up until midnight and then after. It's the replay hour, so you can always catch us on the podcast. If you search for Overnight America or on Facebook, go ahead and like my page, Ryan Recker Radio. We can hate Facebook together. It's always a nice thing to have partners in crime that is also tired but somehow still find themselves on it. Ugh. Ryan Recker Radio. Great hour talking Abraham Lincoln. Kevin Colleen's whole other story about going back in time to Lincoln. So funny. I was looking at the time machine of ratings today, and it finally came out. The ratings for this year's Super Bowl and viewership was off. Okay. Pretty bad. Well, I wouldn't say bad, bad. All things considered, anyone would be happy to have 91 million people watching one event. That's Even if it's just one time a year, that's pretty remarkable. But in comparison to other Super Bowls, it's not that great. So I was looking at total viewers, 91.63 million. The last time it was that low, 91. Let's see. Okay. You have to go back to 2006 when Pittsburgh took on Seattle in order to find an audience that was smaller than that. But then again, viewership in the NFL was kind of stagnant there for a while, but also keep in mind population variance. So how about if we look at rating? So the rating would indicate how many people were watching compared to the number of TVs out there. The rating was 38.2. And I had to go back in time and I was looking, okay, when was the last time it was 38.2 or anything? Uh, see, if you go back to 1990, it was 39, the rating there but still not uh, not as low as 38.2. So we have to keep going back. The last time it was less than 38 was 1969 when the Jets took on the Baltimore Colts. It was 36 rating. Oh, man. So this year, less people watching the Super Bowl. There was about 20 million less watching it. 
when uh, you look at total viewers compared to just where it was about five years ago and 10 years ago. And if you want to look at younger viewers between 18 and 49, if you go back just 10 years, the 2011 Super Bowl, it was what um, almost 20, about 18 million less people watching it this time around. And it has nothing to do with individual markets. In this case, Kansas City was the number one market. And number two was then Boston and then Tampa at number three. I think a lot of people watching because of Tom Brady and much love and admiration for all the things he did while he was playing there and and, uh, for the Patriots. Well, Gronkowski too, of course, but Super Bowl ratings are out. And someone noticed this and they said, did I just watch a Scientology ad? I did not watch the Super Bowl at all. I watched 0% of it. They had no interest in it. But then I started to look at some of the different articles that came out. And apparently Scientology aired a ad. Now, I don't know if this was part of a national broadcast or a lot of the local markets that were putting it. There was a 30 second ad squeezed in. It said, uh, let me kind of give you an idea of what it sounds like. You know, it sounds like a movie trailer, doesn't it? Like at the end of a movie trailer when they start to show like a bunch of like, oh, here's you look at the lions are coming out and they're starting to show that they can do it. And, oh, they can make it out. Oh, and they learned a lot of lessons along the way, too. And if you were to watch it, you wouldn't really know it's Scientology until after the fact. Some people were wondering what it was. When I watched the ad, there was almost no indication until the very end when it showed uh, Scientology TV. Um, and then it had some tagline, which I don't remember, nor do I care to. But during the ad itself, if you're curious what it was, there was just a quick person wearing a yellow shirt or some kind of shirt that said like Scientology volunteer department or something. Yeah, they, the, the branded volunteer department shirts. And people immediately went to social media saying, I did not just see a Scientology ad during the Super Bowl. And people were just could not believe their eyes. A commercial during it. It made me wonder, is the NFL really hard for cash right now, too? I mean, I mean, it's tough all the way around. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. But remember when it brought in the top of the top ads for the year, when people would look at it, they said it doesn't get any better than Super Bowl ads. Oh, boy. (laughs) Has the bar been lowered? I don't know. So there it is. Uh, Apparently, it made its mark indeed. All right, coming up right after the break, there's a few other things I wanted to get to tonight. Man, why do people do crazy things for online views? There's this one story about the Gorilla Glue going around. So Gorilla Glue is like real industrial strength glue. The way the woman used this is not recommended, nor should anyone even get any crazy ideas. But it made me wonder, why did she do this? Also, uh, I saw this, people going online and trying to make these viral, stupid prank videos. One person, it backfired on them. Um, They went up to someone, and that person thought they were about to get attacked, and the outcome is not good. And Suzanne Summers, while doing a live video, had someone walk into her house craziness all right lots of things going online and getting lots of views all of those coming up after the break on overnight america kmox radio's bs detector mark reardon weekday afternoons at two on st louis's news radio kmox it's so hard to describe what i'm looking at right now so a woman 
she she was using some sort of hair product that would i guess keep her hair in place i don't know if it was a gel there was some special name to it but she ran out and she thought you know what would keep my hair in place <laughs> industrial strength gorilla glue so she used it on her hair and she's <laughs> she said for a month her hair hasn't moved an inch like it was the only way I can describe it is if you took like a lacquer and you just continue to like lacquer over it so you can see what's underneath it, but it's not accessible. And that's her hair. I cannot believe someone would do this. Now, she had to go online and talk about her issues with it. Hey, y'all. But those of y'all that know me know my hair has been like this for about a month now. It's not by choice. No. It's not by choice. Well, it is by choice. You decided to do it to yourself, but still, no one forced you. When I do my hair, I like to, you know, finish it off with a little got to be glue spray. You know, just to keep it in place. Well, I didn't have any more got to be glue spray, so I used this. She had Gorilla Glue in a spray can, which I didn't know you can get Gorilla Glue in a spray can, which makes me want to go out to Home Depot and pick up a can of this stuff, because uh, this is a great endorsement. In fact, if I want to spray something and it doesn't move, that's the stuff I would use. Gorilla glue spray. Bad, bad, bad idea. Yo, look, my hair, it don't move. You All right, so her hair looks like it's painted onto her head. Uh, I don't know much about the fashion world, but I know that some women, they like use makeup or they make like a paint or something for their eyebrows. I don't, I don't know. It's like the old way that Groucho Marx used to put on a mustache. So they'd like paint a mustache on him to make it look like he had it in the old Marx Brothers movies. Her hair looks like that. It's so flat and it, it, it looks like it's painted onto her head. But instead, it's her hair has been glued down and it's looking like she's wearing like a skin cap, I guess, for like fake hair. But it is her hair. You hear what I'm telling you? It don't move. She's, I, she's slapping her head. It don't move. I've washed my hair 15 times and it don't move. Stiff wear. Woo! <laughs> okay. There's a follow-up to this. Two follow-ups, actually. She had to go to the hospital. She went to the ER and said, this is terrible. I just, there's nothing I can do with my hair right now. There's nothing I can do. So she's got her hair. It's kind of like pulled back and there's like this bun on the back where it's all glued down. Next follow-up that TMZ just put out. And this was in uh, today. Gorilla glue hairdo. I finally cut my ponytail off, but my scalp still burns. I shouldn't be laughing at this, but my goodness, who would spray industrial gorilla glue onto their head? So she says she's one step closer to relief. Uh, worked to try to get it out. It took four hours to cut the ponytail, the bun or whatever off the back of her head. She said her friend used, used goof off super glue remover to try to rid her hair of the super glue to see if, if it makes some progress. And it apparently worked just a little bit. We're told that the scalp kept hardening and she's planning to fly to Los Angeles to meet with the Beverly Hills doctor who says he can remove the rest of the adhesive spray product that started this whole pro started it all. Now, Gorilla Glue had to put a statement out as a company should. And this is what their statement was. We are aware of the situation and we are very sorry to hear about the unfortunate incident that Miss Brown experienced using our spray adhesive on her hair. This is a unique situation because this product is not intended for use on or in hair as it is considered permanent. Our spray adhesive states 
and the warning label, do not swallow, do not get in eyes or skin or on clothing. It is used for craft, home, auto, and office projects to mount things to surfaces such as paper, cardboard, wood, laminate, and fabric. We're glad to see in a recent video that she has received medical treatment for her local medical facility and wish her the best. Yeah, I don't think glue, Gorilla Glue, has any obligation to do anything for someone using the product this way. I think she said she was going to sue, or she was considering suing, but she's a TikToker. She did this thing, and she's holding the spray can up. What is she doing with a can of the spray, by the way, in close proximity to her other hair care products? Like, why would this even be close to it? Normally, you'd keep this far away from other products, right? This leaves me to wonder if maybe this was an intentional thing to try to get some views online. I, you know, I would just say never would anyone consider this sort of thing unless there was some in, uh, end game to get a little bit of attention for doing it. And then it went completely awry. It went completely sideways. She had no idea that it would work that well. That's one of the stories that we're following <laughs> For online. This is another terrible tragedy. In fact, this one, a uh, totally different story in Tennessee. Someone else trying to get a little bit of notoriety online, try to do those prank videos. And it's actually really sad. So this happened about 9.20 p.m. Uh, a shooting occurred when officers at the scene, a 23-year-old admitted to shooting a 20-year-old by the name of Timothy Wilkins. So this is what it was told, and this is how it played out. What happened was this was an area where it's like um, not necessarily a kid's area, but, you know, type of things that you would see, not an arcade, but, you know, there's different games, kind of that type of place. It's, you know, nine something at night. You're going to get, you know, teenagers, early 20s, that type of thing. Well, this uh, 20 year old is a YouTube person and he wanted to do a prank video and he wanted to do a prank video by bringing butcher knives out in the dark it's 9:20 at night and approach a group of people like they're going to be uh, they're going to attack them to try to rob them with butcher knives so the shooter told detectives he had no idea this was a prank no idea what was going on all he knew was there's a group of kids running at him well 20 year old kids i should say running at them and saying they're going to attack them with butcher knives he was armed he pulled out his gun and he said in self-defense, he shot and killed this 20-year-old. So people are wondering, is the shooting justified? As of last check from News Channel 5 in Tennessee, they said that the district attorney has uh, yet to determine but has not charged him with anything. So it is legal to use deadly force to protect yourself from a third party. So keep in mind that the uh, pranksters there were filming all of this. I, they couldn't have figured out that when at nighttime bringing out butcher knives like you're going to attack someone, it might not be the best idea. And yes, it was uh, justified. The thing that I look at this is in the news article, they name um, the, the victim as 20-year-old Timothy Wilkins, and rightfully so, but I don't know what his other videos look like. I'm sure he had friends with him. And the sad thing is they had to have filmed all of this, and then they had to have witnessed all of this. And then how do you come forward and say, okay, um, mistake, mistake. No, it was a problem. No, 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 I didn't mean this. And it's too late at that point. S dumb, dumb things to do. You have to really think through if you're going to do anything like this in public. You have to think this thing through. And then again, why would you, anyone, uh, you know, you're, when you're 20, you're stupid and dumb. I get it. You might think that this is something that won't happen and you want to do the shock factor. I totally understand that because that's how a 20-year-old thinks. But you got to 
think stuff like this over of what would happen next. So sad. One other thing, this is another crazy something that unfold on the internet. And this was a live stream that was happening last Friday. Suzanne Summers in her home was displaying some, I guess, makeup products and things. So she's dressed in all black and she's got this kind of like hat on that's very, you know, fancy. It looks like, you know, fashion is something that she's really into, of course. She's Suzanne Summers and fitness is something she's into. So there she is showing off some of these makeup products on part of a Facebook Live makeup tutorial for her fans. She's in her Palm Springs home and then all of a sudden, an intruder walks in the home, and they're like, whoa, what is this? Somebody, somebody here? Just the frog. That's her husband. Her first really? Huh? Are you here? Are you here? I am here. Oh, come here. Hi. I'm sorry. I was just terrified over there for a second. Why were you terrified? I'm not even sure. I, they were good following me, and... Um, Who and are you? I am Aaron. All right, so you said there's ghosts following me and i'm terrified so i think at first they look and say i think we know who this person is right who else would be in our home right now number one is you gotta lock your doors man but number two once they realize that this is not someone they know it is an intruder someone that is not welcome i have to look at the way suzanne summers handled this as i mean they should study this in different like police situations and how to defuse a situation. I mean, it is, I mean, masterfully handled by Suzanne Summers. Have you heard of me? No. no. How did you get here? How? Um, a friend led me up this hill and then I came down. Oh, and okay. You shouldn't be here. Yeah. Yeah. This but, is our house. Anyway, I'm, you don't scare me. I've but, seen pictures of this yeah. house before. Yeah. You shouldn't be yeah. here. Oh, I'm not. I'm, I'm not a scary person whatsoever. I know, but I'm, very... I'm not used to people being on our property. I'm sorry, I didn't realize okay. it was a property. Yeah, and we're doing a show right now. Yeah. I... All right, so he's off the camera. You can't actually see this person. I did see, this is a TMZ report that I got this from, but actually I saw another report that he was like partially clothed. So that made a, even another layer to the strangeness of all of this. So this guy's off camera. You can see Suzanne Summers looking and talking to the person. And eventually she'll turn to the camera and give this look like, uh, you know, the look I'm talking about, like the, you know, your eyes get big, like, uh, like, can you believe this? Yeah. Yeah. I apologize. Okay. All right. So can you go? I do a show every all right. all day long. <laughs> do you know what to do? Go down the hill. Just keep walking down the hill. Okay. Alan, could you show him the door? Yeah, but he can't get out that gate. Oh. How did you get in here? I literally just came down the, the hill. Yeah, right. You oh, you were hiking. You, you, yeah. should, you should go back that way right now. Yeah, yeah. I brought a gift of like uh, okay. special mud. Yeah, I don't want anything. I, I, he, want, he said, I got a gift for you. And he said, she said, no, I don't want anything. It's just, uh, it's time for you to go. I, I, uh, I, you seem like a very nice person, but you shouldn't be here. All right. All right. Please go back where you came from, right? Alan, why do you take him? Go back, go back the way you came Yeah, I will. Okay. Um, God bless you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, maybe Michael can take him down to the bottom of the hill, Alan. Okay, I'll make sure. All right, all right. Wow. Whoa. Close call there. Cops were contacted. The PD said that no one report. Oh, hold on. Eventually, uh, he leaves the home. Suzanne says she's calling the cops. TMZ said they contacted the police department and they said no one reported the incident. Wow. That is scary. She handled it. I mean, masterfully. 
unbelievable the way that she was able to keep cool, be very clear in the way she's saying, no, I, I don't think you're scary. You're not a threat, but you need to leave. Be, you know, I, it, we're not used to having people on our private property like this. It's time for you to go. And she was very good at the way she handled it and defused this because the guy could have, I mean, you got to be crazy to do something like that, number one. But number two, to be able to just walk in on someone like that and go on t- into their home. Whew, yikes. So I'm sure they're reviewing their security protocol right now, <laughs> making sure that can't happen again. All right. When we come back, we're going to be joined by Tom Sullivan, a replay from an interview. We're talking about Metrolink and what's the latest with that? Are they going to arm their security guards? This is Overnight America KMOX. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers over think your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. They're playing Get ready for Billikens basketball as they take on Rhode Island Wednesday night. Pre-game 745, tip-off at 8. Hear it here on your home for Billikens basketball, KMOX. Joining us is Tom Sullivan, local watchdog in St. Louis County politics. He pays attention to the ins and outs and has done so for a long time. Tom, how are you? I am doing fine, Ryan. Nice to be with you. So they move pretty quickly, the bi-state, at least hearing arguments about trying to arm Metro guards. It seems like they brought it up and shot it down very quickly. That No pun intended by that, but when it comes to arming uh, officers, well, not officers, but arming security guards inside Metrolink, and uh, I was surprised to find out they put this up. You would think that at least re-examining this, there'd be more votes in the side of, okay, I'd consider this, but seven to two, I mean, they really don't want to arm security guards in Metrolink. Well, the, broad, the, media, the issue was brought up at the safety and security meeting on Monday, and 
Madison County Commissioner Derek Keith Cox is the one who's been who's been pushing it, and he was against it from the very beginning. The policy of not having not having guards armed, and he wanted to have the board, you know, to take a stand as far as whether or not they want to, uh, you know, whether it should be arming guards or not. And I think some of them they're not really against it so much as they're saying we need to really we really need to look into it. And they wanted to talk to the various uh, police chiefs and all this, their partners, as uh, Toby Roach likes to say. But the thing of it is, they've already talked to them, and and you know this is this has been debated, you know, going back to almost almost a year. So that's where it stands now. Uh, I think the public is definitely on the side of arming the guards. Channel Channel Five had a had a had a poll, and it was ninety eight percent were in favor of armed guards. So <laughs> yeah, uh, right now the the Toby Roach seems to be uh, kind of on an island by himself, uh, and, and he's got some of the board members with him, but. You know, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how he can keep uh, keep going with this, and and he is adamant that no, we don't. We do not want. We do not want uh, our our guards armed. And the thing of it is, even though even if they're, he keeps trying. He keeps quoting you know federal law and and, and all this. But when you were, if you were there at the board meeting, you know last year when he came up with this, this program, it was pretty obvious he does not want he does not want armed guards, and uh, the public does. So we'll see where it's going to go from here. The, the guys of this report in the study or whatever it is, has that ever been made available to public, what they originally based their decision off of? Oh, uh, yeah, I believe it. I don't think I don't think anybody's ever asked for it, but I think if you did, it was a, it was a, a report done in conjunction with the East-West Gateway uh, Council of Governments. And, you know, they had their they had their uh, um, consultants from from New York and uh, they came up with all of this, and um, you know it's 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 available for anybody to see. But it was just questioned from the from the very beginning some of uh, Tully Roach's policy. You have to realize he's now been the CEO for for two years, and uh, when he comes before the county council, St. Louis County Council every year, wanting a big chunk of money, security is always the big issue, and he always gives a song and dance that you know I've you know. I'm not, you know, hasn't been on it. He always likes to say that, you know, he just started and he's going to do his best. And he knows that security, security is the big issue. So now he's had it. He's had his way for for over two years with his program. And it seems like every time, every time he seems to to uh, come out and say everything's safe, then we have another we have another tragic uh, situation. So uh, I don't know how he figures it's going to keep going, but he keeps saying uh, he doesn't want to change it. That surprises me a little bit because I don't think I've actually seen that report made public. So I'm going to have to see if I can find it now. And I thought if there's anyone that saw it, it would be the one and only Tom Sullivan. So, um, you know, as they continue to debate this, and you're right, public opinion says they're perfectly fine with Metrolink guards being armed because of the problems that are seen on Metrolink. I mean, serious issues on a daily basis. You talk about people's experiences, some of which will say, you know, I've, I've never had a problem. But then you get a lot of other people saying, oh, you know, if you ride it in the morning or at night, there's always certain things you see. You see uh, drug deals, you see robberies, you see uh, people getting hassled, you see people getting hurt. And you don't see security. You don't see police. You don't see anyone. Sometimes you even see these reports like Elliot Davis made uh, a great report. Was it two years ago or maybe last year where he decided to go from as far east as you can go and just kind of travel it? And it took him. I forgot how long it was, but it was like three fourths of the ride. He didn't see one security guard. And it shows you just how understaffed these positions are right now. 
I um I got to be honest. I when I see that there is a reluctance to allow trained security guards to be able to have protection not only for themselves but for other people that are out there to do no good. And you see there's no support and you see that they're not giving you much support. I don't know why you don't find another job. I don't know why you wouldn't just walk off the job at that point. But uh, that's, that's a whole different question. Um, the, a well, lot of it's, ranting. It's been, it's, dangerous. Yeah. it's been dangerous from the very from the very beginning. You know, back in 2008, we had this very serious situation at the Forest Park Station where you just had dozens of teenagers or young men, as the post-dispatch calls them. They just descended on the station and they just were beating up everybody that they could. And there was this one family that was walking out, and they knocked them all down, kicked them, fractured the one guy's uh, uh, eye socket. And at the time, everybody said, oh, this is an isolated incident. Uh, these things like this don't happen very often. Well, I went back and, and, and uh, compiled all the various problems that they've, that they've had, and, 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 it, and it fills up quite a lot. Even if you go back to the Delmar Station, which is where the security guard was recently killed, they had a murder there the very first year that uh, that Metrolink was in, was in operation. They've had various other problems there too. They had a guard once got in the middle of a of a gang fight. And he, he was shot twice, and I mean they've had all these other problems too. So it, it, it's not like this is anything anything new. And I don't know what what entirely what the answer is, but what they've been doing it, it, it just isn't working. And they need to think about doing some other some other sort of strategies because. It just it, we're repeating this, uh, we're repeating this over and over. Toby Roche comes out and says it's it's never been safer than it is now. And then there's another tragic accident, and you have more people complaining, and uh, he just doesn't want to change. Yeah, I'm just trying to think out of memory some of the more high profile instances. Wasn't there a, a rogue gunshot from one of these Metrolink stops that um, grazed Cardinals Stadium, where uh, Bush Stadium, I should say? Like, there, didn't something like that happen recently? And then you also saw different people that were trying to get on at the downtown location where they were saying there's no guards around and there, there's there's like people filming music videos and, you know, there's, you know, people getting robbed and these, uh, places are used as basically homeless encampments in some places and there's all of these issues it's not isolated it happens a lot when it comes to metrolink no they've had they've had uh, some serious problems i remember once it was uh somebody i don't know where the kids ever got it but down around union station they uh let loose some tear gas which was you know always a nice thing to have when you're when you're riding uh metrolink yeah. then over in illinois once they uh, i think somebody used one of the metrolink trains for target practice I think shot it up like eight times on the on the side of one of the cars. So it just goes it just goes on and on. And then what you have is things that are not not necessarily criminal, but just things that make people really uncomfortable. And you have kids on there that are just raising, you know, all kinds of hell. You have to realize is that you have teenagers. Uh, there's not a whole lot you can do. Uh, you can sometimes they can take them off the train, but they don't have any ID on them. Uh, you know, they they can. They can take them to the police station and maybe maybe call their parents or something, but that's a very involved situation. And that has been a continuing problem is that you have a bunch of kids get on and they just uh, do all sorts of things and, and you know, hollering back and forth. And some of them are drinking and, and, and they're smoking and, and all this. And those are the things that upset people when you have, you know, when you have people that involved in some of these things or have to witness some of it their their attitude is well i don't think i want to ride this anymore and that's what's been happening 
I find that when I go online to some of these forums and what the what you find is that there's a lot of people that refuse to admit the faults of the city. So it's like that they're working on behalf of the tourist bureau and they just will refuse to admit that there are issues like this that go on. And they'll adamantly defend Metrolink and say, I would ride this at all times and at all. And ultimately speaking, I don't think any of them would when it comes to their own safety or their family's safety, I'm definitely staying away from it personally. So that's part of the problem. I think we don't even admit it. We, we try to dig in and say, no, it's really not that much of a problem until you find out that these things are being used for target practice, drug deals, um, definitely not family friendly in a lot of ways. You find that people are saying, you know, starting fights, getting mugged. One instance I read online where the person was coming in, they were having a, a giant conference back when St. Louis used to have conferences before COVID. And their keynote speaker comes in and they ride in the Metrolink from the airport in order to try to use the transportation, thinking it's safe. And he gets harassed. And while he's there in his suit, gets uh, like a slushy dumped on him because they were just seeing an outsider come in. And they, they say that's like common occurrence, people getting harassed on this thing. So I, I the problem that I find is that a lot of the issues that we have, if it's not a shooting, it's like the police don't want to bother with it. They don't care. They're not even going to take a statement because they know they can't do anything about it. Uh, how, the, uh, the number of things that go unreported. And it's just over and over and over again. This thing isn't something that I would put myself on. And we got to admit that. Well, you might recall the situation with the uh, the CEO of Centene. He was uh, trying to get someone, trying to recruit someone for the company. And they were going around around the area, and I think they took the Metrolink from Clayton downtown or something. And the, and uh, they they uh, apparently had to witness some things. And the guy's wife said, uh, "No way!" And they didn't they didn't uh, they didn't take the job. Is that right? Yeah, and that's we got to be we have to be really careful because the impressions that people get of St. Louis, you know how hard it is to recruit top talent when you have to be real careful where you take them. And it's easy when you Google search St. Louis and it's a litany of bad things. Like, you know, you go to Google news and type in St. Louis and then you read the latest articles. And this is what you see. Um, all of the problems that we have and we, uh, the good things get buried because what we do is we try to highlight the good things, but we don't get to address the bad things. And we're doing a terrible job uh, trying to address some of these. So, Tom Sullivan, I'm glad that you uh, came on. I'm glad that we had an opportunity to talk about this. We're going to have to do it again sometime. I, I hope that they change their tune or look into this seriously. They, they need to get more protection on this Metrolink if things are going to change. I think the issue is going to be continuing on uh, throughout the year. We'll uh, look for that. And Tom Sullivan, thank you again for coming on to Overnight America. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah, I feel like I should apologize to Tom because I did a lot more ranting than usual, but he's always right on when it comes to the history and understanding of what goes on in county and, in this case, uh, city politics. He joins us on the Bomberito Automotive Group guest line on Overnight America KMOX. This is Overnight America, sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michael'sFlooringOutlet.com on KMOX. Well, we're getting close to the... End of the night for Overnight America. Another pitch if you are on Facebook or maybe you're on your phone right now and you use Facebook. Can you look up my page on there? Ryan Wrecker Radio. It's a great way for us to actually stay connected in ways when, you know, I'm not on the air. So if you always wonder, hey, whatever happened to that uh, overnight guy? I don't stay up late anymore. How's he doing? Ryan Wrecker Radio. Be a good way to do it. Good way to support the show, too. And then we post things on there like that one story from KMOV. Let's see if they have an update on that. KMOV reported first. Uh, 
just a couple of hours ago where there was a truck over on Chippewa that ran into the Ted Drews there. There it is. Okay, updated an hour ago. Let's see if what we got. Driver Rams Ted Drew, South City Chippewa location down there. No new information. No injuries known immediately. Um, they just say that tomorrow would have been the day that Ted Drews was going to reopen. Uh, uh, it happened right after 9 o'clock. A truck clipped the uh, frozen custard shop, and so many people love Ted Drews. I love it myself. It's been a long time since I've been there. There's a couple of different frozen, um, I, like a, a, a couple of different, types of frozen custard places. And there's one place that's my favorite in St. Charles. Um, I can't remember the location. It's lion's frozen custard. And when my wife and I first moved here, we rented this one place uh, just out in St. Charles and we weren't too far away from that. And man, they got some great frozen custard out there and we go there every once in a while. Ted Drew's, I'm just not conveniently located enough, but when we have friends or family and we definitely take them there, it's kind of like tradition. You got to have it. So you hate to hear it's going to reopen. How are people going to have the Johnny Rabbit uh, concrete? How in the world are they going to have the Charlie Brennan concrete? Man, you just feel bad for them as they prepared everything i'm sure and the inside was just ready to go immaculate and then this happens bummer all right one other thing i found the story at kmox.com kind of a neat story man who lost his wallet gets it back yeah that's a good story right the only thing is that it only took 53 years he lost his wallet in antarctica in 1967 only recently saw its return from San Diego, was on assignment as a meteorologist for the U.S. Navy in Antarctica. He arrived in October of 67, misplaced his wallet. If you're out in Antarctica, what would be the need to have a wallet on you, honestly? Are you just, you think you're going to roll up into uh, an ATM? Oh, I'll just, I'll just charge it here. No, of course not. Why would you have that on you? His wallet was discovered in 2014 as they were demolishing a building out there and then eventually has now been returned some 53 years later. How awesome, amazing is that? That is a good story. Well, enjoy the rest of your night. Replay hours are coming up, including our interview with Jan Jacoby, who wrote about Abraham Lincoln and his latest book coming out, considering that his birthday and President's Day is right around the corner. Uh, we'll talk to you again tomorrow after Billiken's basketball. Just don't go anywhere. We'll have the replay, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow night. Have a good night. Bye. The lonely rain Wishing I could see your face again Change the dial on the radio Find something playing kind of bluesy and slow If things were only like they used to be We'd be lying in love tonight I wish you'd call me on the
really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.